This is the Affirm America podcast, where we stand up and speak out affirming American excellence. Coming to you deep in the heart of the Midwest, located in an undisclosed log cabin on the outskirts of town, your host, Marquis Vandemark. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Affirm America podcast on this day after Labor Day 2022. Uh, we had a quite a rainstorm the other day. Flood everywhere, I'm telling you. The lake in the backyard was overflowing. Finally, the rain stopped. A lot of people got washed out. But hey, it's Tuesday. Thanks for joining us on the Affirm America podcast. I'm your host, Marquise Vandemark. What a weekend. We're back at it. These are your top five headlines for this Tuesday, September the 6th, 2022, with headline number five. Energy Secretary Granholm supports California banning sales of new gas-powered cars. Just after the law was signed, state officials begged citizens not to charge their EVs due to electrical grid strain. Fox News. Energy Secretary Jennifer Granholm says she backs regulations California's state government approved in August banning the sale of new gas-powered cars after 2034. Granholm answered a question about the new law, saying she backed it and commending California for leaning in on climate policy during an interview with Los Angeles reporter Alex Michelson. She noted President Biden's informal commitment to ensure 50% of all U.S. car sales are electric by 2030. RNC Research Biden Energy Secretary Jennifer Granholm says California's ban on gas-powered vehicle sales is a model for the rest of the country. Well, it may be a model for California, but it's not a model for the rest of the country because it's ridiculous. I mean, you just saw how when the energy grids are already strained, they can't support all of the electric electricity use just from the, the weather itself. Can you imagine if 50% of all cars in California were EVs off that electrical grid? Where do they think electricity comes from? Is it just some magical pixie dust that they can just sprinkle on the electrical grids and it's going to solve all the electricity issues? I don't think so. So uh, there's not a good replacement. Electricity is not a, a replacement for fossil fuels. So the idea that they can just, just because they produce electric cars, there's going to be enough electricity to handle that load on a grid that's already overtaxed right now and can't even support the current usage. Where are they going to get more electricity from? They're going to have to either increase nuclear or they're going to have to go back to fossil fuels. Coal, natural gas, these things can produce electricity. All right, headline number four. MSNBC guest claims Democrat are at war with Republicans. Town Hall MSNBC guest Roland Martin told host Tiffany Cross Democrats are now at war with Republicans and praised President Joe Biden's speech this past week for finally calling conservatives a threat to the country. Cross said it was mainstream establishment Republicans who are calling for violence. Tom Elliott, Roland Martin on Trump voters. We are at war with these people. These folks are evil. They have allowed evil into their house with Donald Trump. 
Well, it's very interesting. There's definitely a prism that people look at when they see the Republicans versus the Democrats. It's a very, very wide gap, a very wide wall between both the parties. Because if you ask me, that speech that we heard on Thursday last week wasn't even covered by MSNBC or any of the other mainstream media because it was way far too extreme. It was fascist. It was Nazi-esque. It was very much outside of anything relating to democracy and free speech. If you didn't agree with Joe Biden, then you're a fascist. You're a racist. These are all absurd ideas. And it's it's really the Democrats that want to go to war. The Republicans are not, they're not, I don't know who they're talking about calling for violence. That's, that's the most stupid thing I've ever heard. They just want to gin up more division and to create and gaslight us into thinking that it's the Republicans that are causing this when they're the ones that are instigating everything. The two-tiered justice system, the raid on Mar-a-Lago, the in- unending attacks on President Trump for the past seven years. It's the Democrats who are the ones that are projecting, projecting. Biden was projecting. These uh, talking heads are projecting exactly what they have in their hearts. All right, headline number three. Governor Newsom signs FAST Act allowing a government board to set wages for fast food workers in California. From the Wall Street Journal, a government-appointed council could increase wages for California's estimated half-million fast food workers to as much as $22 an hour starting next year under a new law signed by Governor Gavin Newsom Monday. The law, known as the FAST Act, will establish a first-in-the-nation state council tasked with setting minimum wage standards in California for the entire industry, which relies heavily on the franchise business model and which labor advocates claim has long been plagued with wage theft and other worker abuses. From the OC Register, co-author and Los Angeles Assembly member Miguel Santiago on Monday said the measure would create a system of fairness and respect for over 550,000 frontline fast food workers throughout the California while ensuring fast food businesses continue to thrive. Restaurant owners and franchisees Cited an analysis they commissioned by the UC Riverside Center for Economic Forecast and Development, saying that the legislation would increase consumers' costs. Newsom administration also feared the measure would create a fragmented regulatory and legal environment. Okay, so here we go again. Democrats are always want to control the free markets. They always want to put regulations. It's, it, they just love control. They can't get away with doing anything without having control over your entire lives. They want government to be able to be the, the sugar daddy and to be able to control how we, how we act and how we run our businesses. And thinking that this is going to make business more fair, it's just going to pass higher costs over to the consumers. The consumers are going to have to pay it, and it never works anyway. So uh, this is just another big government control regulation that the Democrats just have to do. Newsom has always been doing that ever since he's been in office, and that's why California is in the, in the tank, in the toilet, because all of the regulations, all the high taxes, all these crazy ideas, the climate, the electric cars, it's just uh, it's nuts. Anybody that votes for a Democrat is a fool because they can see very clearly, if you look at all the Democrat-run states and cities, 
they're a complete disaster. All right, headline number two. Former FBI agent buried vital information regarding Hunter Biden's laptop. From the New York Post, Timothy Thibault, the FBI agent alleged to have interfered with an investigation into Hunter Biden, was assigned by the Washington field office as a point man to manage whistleblower Tony Bobolinsky, the first son's former business partner before the 2020 election. But he suppressed his damning revelations, sources say. Bobolinsky spent over five hours secretly behind interviewed by the FBI on October 23, 2020, about his inside knowledge of then-presidential candidate Joe Biden's involvement in his son's business deals with China. But his evidence appears to have fallen into the same black hole at the FBI as Hunter's laptop, never to be seen again. From the Daily Wire, after the interview, Bobolinsky and his lawyer were given Thibault's telephone number and told he would advise them on the next steps. But neither Bobolinsky nor his lawyer was ever contacted by Thibault, and Bobolinsky was never brought in to testify before a Delaware grand jury investigating Hunter Biden. Tipping sites. A whopping 79% of Americans suggest President Donald Trump likely would have won re-election if voters had known the truth about Hunter Biden's laptop. Okay, just more evidence coming out. Uh, we're seeing that the FBI is um, highly compromised, very uh, partisan. And this is uh, more evidence that the FBI needs to be completely reconstructed, stripped to its core, and rebuilt from the bottom up, and making sure that uh, partisanship is not involved in the FBI nor the DOJ. This has uh, had a direct effect on the reelection of Donald Trump and also Joe Biden. So there's many ways uh, voter integrity was, was breached during the 2020 election. This is just one other example, not counting all of the other issues with Zuckerbucks and all of the machine issues that are now slowly coming out in the different states. So again, FBI, unfortunately, needs to be rebuilt. And story that's coming out now is evidence that this must be done. All right, headline number one. Judge authorizes use of special master to review documents taken from Mar-a-Lago in FBI raid. From CNBC, a federal judge on Monday authorized the appointment of a special master to review records seized from former President Donald Trump's Florida residence by the FBI in a raid last month, a move that had been sought by his lawyers. Judge Aileen Cannon at the same time temporarily blocked the Department of Justice from reviewing or using the seized materials for investigative purposes until the special master's examination of the documents is completed or until a further court order. Cannon said her order would not impede an ongoing review of classified documents found at Trump's residence and the assessment of any possible damage on U.S. intelligence by the Office of the Director of National Intelligence. From the Daily Wire, according to the inventory list, Agents removed material from Trump's office in a storage room consisting of classified documents and records and more mundane objects such as clothing, gift items, books, and printouts of news articles. Scott McFarland, Judge Requests Justice Department and Trump Team, produced list of special master candidates by Friday. Okay, good. There we go. Now we're moving in the right direction. Let's just hope that it doesn't go uh, through appeal. I'm assuming that it would be appealed up to the federal level. 
And when it goes to the federal level, that's where we have problems because those are mostly Obama appointees or they're either in Washington, which is uh, a nest of uh, Democratic operatives, Democratic appointees that don't look at the law, but they push their own ideas and feelings. And so uh, let us see how far this goes. It's just proof that if they're trying to block it, that they have something to hide. They don't want to reveal it because they're not transparent. This is what you get. This is why the DOG, same thing, same problems. FBI, same problems. Not transparent, very partisan. They have agendas. And there's a two-tiered justice system, unfortunately, in America today. All right, those are your top five headlines for this Tuesday, the day after Labor Day. September the 6th, 2022. Thanks for joining us on the Affirm America podcast. We'll see you tomorrow. Have a great day. God bless you all. This is the Affirm America podcast with your host, Marquis Vandemark. And let's never forget, America is great and we affirm it.